Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a graphic designer, an illustrator, an artist, and a bookmaker. Please welcome the owner of Chill Artistry, Cassandra Hill. What's going on, Cass? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking some time during my lunch break. Um, I really appreciate it. I know usually uh, we're all always kind of busy, so I do appreciate that. What's your uh, what's your go to lunch or sandwich? Oh, well, today I had a peanut butter and jelly. Okay, great. With a glass of milk. <laughs> I, hey, I'm all I'm that's that's perfect. What uh, out of curiosity, what uh, give me the preferences. Is it creamy or is it chunky? Um, what's the peanut butter? Chunky, chunky okay. peanut butter. Okay. And then my brother makes a really amazing like blueberry jam that is my go-to. Oh, you see, you stepped it up. That's not that's not just traditional. That's like, and then do you do the peanut butter on both sides of the bread, like on both bread slices, or is it one peanut butter, one blueberry jam? One and one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. No, that hey, that sounds awesome. That's I love it. I love it. So Tell people a little bit about chill artistry. Tell people a little bit about your style, kind of where you, where it kind of started and how you kind of started doing chill artistry. So um, chill artistry is primarily my bookmaking business, but I'm also a graphic designer. Um, I started in marketing and advertising. And then uh, over the years, my illustrations have really become the focus of my business. And that turned into covers for my books and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I like it. And then where do you get your inspiration from for the type of art that you do and, and, and all the different designs? Cause you have, you definitely have quite a bit of, uh, of different styles of different things. Some are doodles, some are more themed. So where do you get the inspiration from some of that? Well, my inspiration comes a lot from like street art. It comes from music, uh, all the stuff that we take in on a daily basis. Um, I do have a wide range of like things I like to try try to try to do doodles for sure just like fun stuff in your sketchbook and then stuff that's a little bit more refined. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Where did you get the so let's so let's kind of talk about bookmaking and how it all kind of started because I know from what I from what I recall or from what I've read um, you know, obviously you do the whole process and you, and it started, how, tell people a little bit about how it started, um, and how you even got into the idea of doing bookmaking and then kind of how it, from there, it propelled you to actually be like, well, oh, this might be a business. Okay. So I took printmaking and book arts when I was in college, but then didn't really follow through with it for a few years. I had an art show and I was like, well, I need something other than very expensive paintings. And I made a couple of books and sold out of them at my art show. And I was like, okay, it seems like people really like these books. So I started making more, trying different styles, doing uh, specific illustrations for my books. And uh, just the positive feedback from our community has really just driven me to keep doing it. Yeah. No, and you've been, and when you and I met, I, I think I, I think it may have been, and correct me if I'm wrong, it may have been one of your first markets it was i believe it was the one that we had it was at bruno's pizza um it was like one of the first markets i think i saw i saw you and when i saw it i was like wow this is so cool because um they're not besides doing like making your own like you know doing your own graphics and creating the cover and all that stuff like you also had some interesting interesting things like you have like 
books that are made with like cassettes, books that are made with like floppy disks. Like you're all about repurposing things um, as well and making those into books. So talk talk a little bit about that, and then just kind of um, was that was that the first was that your first market that you did, or have you have you had you done other markets before? So actually, my first market was Christmas two years ago. Okay. Um, and um, I I think that Pizza Bruno market was one of the ones where I, I, had, I had done all the graphics for the event itself. And I got to come and share my books too, which was a really, really fun event. Um, but yeah, so, so my first market was a while ago. Okay. Um, but the cassettes and the floppies and the repurposing of like found paper goods, um, that's something that I, I've been experimenting with a lot more recently as a way to like not only, you know, use things that would have otherwise go gone in the garbage. Um, it's a great way to kind of preserve history too. No, I, uh, I totally get that. And then did you, how did you find out or even think of doing, um, using like floppy disks and cassettes as covers. Was that something you just like started Googling or one day you're just like, Oh, what I'll just start trying using eight tracks or I'll just start figuring <laughs> out what might actually work to be a book cover. Um, I, so I made a cassette tape book maybe seven or eight years ago, a really, really long time ago for cassette store day at park Ave CDs and at one second place. <laughs> so it's something that like I've experimented with, when I was in college and then thought, well, what else could I use besides cassettes, floppy disks? I had some like just lying around. I'm like, well, let's see what we can do with these. That's uh, I mean, that's really, really smart <laughs> on trying to come up with things like that. And, and I think you've, you've talked a little bit about, or at least from what I've read, tell me a little bit about what your thoughts are about. Um, obviously I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of notebooks. I have like my family makes fun of me because I, I have too many notebooks and, and there's something something about, uh, I don't know, something about a notebook that's either a fresh notebook or just a notebook in general uh, to have like what, you know, the opportunities that it comes with it. Like I kind of want well, give me your thoughts on why you why it's something that you enjoy and why you think it's something that is so great to be able to have people using, uh, you know, kind of buying a notebook or just things that you especially that you've created and whatnot. Well, I, well, we live in such a digital world now. We're all stuck in our phones. So it's a really nice break from this weird digital reality that we live in to write something down just physically to come up with ideas without worrying about the perfection of it, that digital art and graphic design can kind of put in your head. Yeah. So I, I, I really love the physical world and kind of being, being present in that moment. The cool thing about handbound books is that I really feel like it's a cool collaborative experience between me, the person who made it, all the energy and love that I put into each one of them, and the energy and love that the people who buy them use, like whether it be a grocery list or a really refined, awesome sketch. It's it's a real feel. It feels very communal. Communal. Yeah. No, I I totally uh, I totally agree with that. I think it's uh and I think it's all, I mean, it's also a very thoughtful gift. And especially like, since, you know, once again, you're kind of inspired by so many different things. I, I think one of the things that I found uh, that I loved about your designs, because you, you know, you do everything obviously from, you know, making the covers, you cut it, the fold, the binding of the books together. Um, one of the things I found interesting was that you said it's a culmination of all your passions from like drawing, sewing, the math part, making a mess. Uh, I, I thought it was very, very 
Um, it's very interesting to be able to see. But um, at the same time, I also think it's very um, I think art is something that is like and, and, and I kind of want to get your perspective on it being an artist. The, there's an ele- there's an element of vulnerability there as well because you're putting your you're putting things that you you know you, like you said these are all things that you have a passion for like you're inspired by music and all these different things that you see uh and you're putting these things out there talk can you talk a little bit about that about having um and kind of getting outside of yourself to kind of be able to um you know be vulnerable and put that stuff out there because sometimes i could see other people saying oh no one really wants to see this uh, or no one would care. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, did you have some of those moments in the beginning um, to oh, kind of be, sure. you know, yeah. So talk a little bit about that for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I first started my career in marketing and advertising, there was a lot of, a lot of fear, like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like this poster? What if they don't like this flyer? The client's not going to like it. But at some point you're like, well, I just have to send it. And you, you send it out there and they're like, well, I like it, but let's tweak this, that, and the other thing. And years of working in marketing and collaborating with other with clients really broke me of that fear of sharing whatever it is that I make, because there's always opportunities to change it down the line or somebody's going to connect with it. Or if they don't scrap it and do something new, it gives you the freedom to try something else. Um, I, I really do think, yeah, marketing was a great, great way to to become fearless. Okay, I like that. And what about um, talk a bit, little bit about when you're like, what do you think? Has anything surprised you like that you've been selling um, of your notebooks? Because you do a variety of different styles, uh, sizes of notebooks. Is there one thing that you've noticed you're noticing more that people are gravitating towards or that maybe you didn't think you're like you did it to see if people liked it and you were surprised by the response, the, you know, the the way the markets they are at markets worth it? Yeah, I mean, the floppy disk books were definitely a shock. Um, they're they're my number one seller now. And that was just an off-the-cuff whim idea. And people have just really responded to it, which was amazing. When it comes to my personal designs, it's it's constantly changing. Last year around Christmas time, I couldn't keep kitty notebooks in stock. And right now everybody wants goat notebooks. So it's it's always fluctuating with whatever the the people are into at the moment but the cool thing is always rotating out new new designs gives me the opportunity to explore new illustrations and come up with new ideas and archive old things and and just to see what people respond to i always find it kind of funny to be honest it's it's not always what i think will be popular yeah. no I, I i trust me i get that when it comes to design <laughs> what um do you use obviously I know do you use your own product. Like, so are you, do you have like your own, uh, you know what I mean? Like, do you use like your oh, own yeah. books and then where do, you, where do you keep them all? <laughs> well, I'm at any given moment. I have a sketchbook going. I have just notes that I am taking for work, the separate notebook going, I have a little pocket notebook going. I have my own planner going. Every notebook I use is one that I make because once I started using my own notebooks, I couldn't go back to store-bought ones. First yeah. off, I, I like the way they they lay on the table, the experience of using them. And also, I'm, I'm, I have a little bit of pride and I'm proud of them. So, <laughs> no, that's um, that. No, I think that's great that you uh, that you do use them. Where do you where do you keep them all once you've like filled them up? Well, I have a I have a shelf full of filled notebooks um, just in my closet. But 
uh, on me at any given time, I always have a backpack. So, <laughs> and are you a pen? Are you a pen or a pencil person? Oh, I like pens. Uh, the commitment. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I'm like, I like I like pens. But sometimes when I'm like, you know, I'll use certain notebooks to like doodle and stuff like that. And when I do that, I usually will do because I'm obviously not a designer. So I'll doodle more with a pencil than with a pen um, just because I'm just, you know, I'm I hesitate on something. So that's kind of where I kind of I kind of get it. So I, I get that. Um, I'm always <laughs> amazed by seeing designers. They're like, oh, I use a marker or I use a I use a pen. And I'm like, oh, that's that's too intense for me. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can handle that part of it. Um, can we talk a little bit about mental health and just like the idea of like of having to put yourself out there? I know that you and I feel like through years you kind of from what I've read, it's kind of from what I read in your like on like your bio and stuff like that. And I, and I think and I commend you because like I know that that's always a tough thing when you're like, you know, when you suffer when, you know, especially the importance of mental health and just being able to get your message out there, the idea of community and finding those people around you. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of those things and the importance of, of how it is, especially growing your business? Well, it's it's definitely a difficult balance to find, especially as a small business owner. And if you're like the only person running your business, you're doing the website, you're doing your Etsy, you're doing your social media, making the product, maintaining inventory. It's a lot of responsibility and it's it can be very difficult to balance the time off that you need, but also the desire to keep creating. Um, so I, I do have my days off and I try really hard to stick to them. Um, sometimes I'll end up drawing my own stuff on days off and I'm like, is this really a day off? But you know, whatever, <laughs> we, we like what we do. So I'll, I'll let myself slide a little bit there. Um, I do think that when it comes to finding community, it's, it's these markets and doing events with other like-minded people have has really opened up my world to finding friends and finding even customers. And we, we become friends down the line and other, other people with similar interests and drive. So it's, doing these events has been a great way for me to really find a, find myself in a way. Yeah, no, I, uh, I do agree with that. I think it's, 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 it becomes very difficult, I think. And, and I don't know if you kind of deal with this sometimes, um, for me, especially cause like I, I kind of obviously, I don't know, I, I'll just plain, plain, plain honesty. Like I've, I've always been known as like the jovial, happy one, but everyone goes, you know, I go through my dark times and everyone goes through that struggle of mental, of mental, when it comes to that mental health of, of having those anxiety and that depression, and then also having those moments of doubt. Um, and oh, yeah. sometimes, especially when you're like, when you are a small business and you're doing all these things, you we have this un unbelievable ability to judge ourselves. We're so good at judging ourselves, even though no one else may be, we're kind of judging ourselves. And then it becomes even harder because then it's finding that balance of, you know, getting work done. And at the same time, being able to, um, you know, at the same time, take some time away and break and maybe have like some recreation and some, and something away from it to kind of re-energize because sometimes, and then you feel guilty for not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Because, and so then it's like a constant struggle. Um, and that's something for me that's like, I've, I've been doing this now for a while and it's still something that I, I still battle because, you know, I, 
you you do you feel guilty and it's and it's so difficult right oh absolutely um even even down to like man i i I should be i should be doing this i should be doing that we should on ourselves all the time and and as business owners we put this pressure of like we're gonna make or break our our month's finances or or uh, if i take a day off i i'm not going to be okay next next week when i have an event and the thing is is most of the time we can still get all of the things done that we need when we give ourselves the breaks that we that we need we need those things too so it's important to to find those those breaks throughout the day whether it be like playing guitar really badly that's something i like to do that takes me away from my work mode i'm like i might suck at guitar but it stops me from wanting to draw and it gives me a a a mental break which is nice i was gonna ask you what else what are (laughs) what activities you do uh when you're not when you're not thinking of designs or art and stuff like that or working on or doing books what else are you doing besides playing guitar Oh, well, I play with my cats. <laughs> How many cats do you have? I have two, okay. uh, Penny and Flynn, and they're trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a lot of playing music. Um, I, li- I like to watch TV. <laughs> I like to cook. Um, I'm really bad at all of those things, at cooking and making music, but it, it's, there are things that I enjoy that make me happy. <laughs> and I think that's the key, right, is doing things that make you happy. I think that's always the the hardest part when you're trying to, you know, just, to, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing things that, you know, even if you suck at it, you're like, Hey, I like it. Uh, yeah. it make, you know, right. I, I like it. I'm going to still do it. I, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, so I totally get that. No, I think that's, uh, that's one of the best. What do you, what's something, what's the part that you've enjoyed the most about doing your brand? And then what's the most difficult part about doing your brand? What I, what I've enjoyed the most has I think I'd have to say is connecting with other people I've met so many people who are like yeah I have all these notebooks and they're all empty or I'm constantly filling notebooks or you know we just vibe on a level I'm like yeah I have found my people and that's something that I've I've really enjoyed about starting my business I think the hardest part has been (laughs) learning how to price things that's been really challenging and not feeling like, oh, I'm charging too much or I'm not making enough on this certain product. And, you know, being able to charge what I think I'm worth and make enough on each book that I, I want to keep doing it. Um, that's That's been a challenge. But, you know, we've been figuring it out after a year or so. <laughs> I was going to say, like, how how do you go about with something like that? Is it one of those things where you're like also going like you're going to the world of like, Barnes and Nobles, you know, where they have all the journals and all the books and kind of looking to see like, okay, well, this is kind of the range of where these books are, but mine, but then you have to then go, mine is actually, you know, custom and in handmade and all those things. And then you're like, so that way you're like, okay, I, I should be able to charge more than these things. Um, is that kind of how you've been doing it? Kind of the process that you've been trying to figure it out? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely where I started. Um, well, to be honest, I started out just like random prices. There was no logic behind it at all. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> down the road, I did some market research, figured out what other people, even even other bookmakers were charging. 
Um, and then I, then I started doing the math, which became kind of fun outside of like the actual making process. I'm like, Oh, how much am I spending on, on each on materials? Ooh, how much time am I spending on each book? And then I was able to really see what my profits were per book. And that was like, wow, it really opened up my mind. And, and that didn't happen until much later in my business. Well, I mean, and, and I, I guess the way you look at it is, Hey, I started it. And then I, as I, as I started doing it more, I started figuring out where based on your process from when you started doing books to now, like how long does it take you to create or craft a book? Like, have you noticed a large difference in how quickly it takes, how the time, the time it takes you to produce something? Oh new? yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I actually have one of my very first books. I keep it on my shelf behind me and I'm like, wow, how far have we come? It's all loose. The, 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 the stitching isn't even, it's such a mess. And I know it took me hours to make this one book where at this point I'm like, okay, I can make a really good solid book that I'm very proud of in like 30 minutes, you know? Uh, and, and that progression has been, uh, it's something I'm really proud to have been able to witness over time. Yeah. No, that's, that is, that's awesome that you, you went from hours <laughs> to 30 minutes. I mean, it definitely, that definitely makes life a lot, um, definitely a lot better to be able to kind of do. And it also should be very, I mean, and I love the fact that you have something that you can kind of go back to and look at because, um, you know, kind of as a reminder to kind of see where you are and where, and where you've come from, um, you know, and I think that's kind of one of the best parts about it. Um, obviously I'm a, I'm a huge fan of your, of your work. I mean, that's, and, and a great, a great example of that is I actually reached out to you and you and I are, uh, currently working on a project, uh, because I want it. I was like, I want a sandwich notebook. I want something that I can, <laughs> uh, I want to be able to have something that is like your style, but at the same time, my brand and kind of fits. And I think it'd be a, a fun thing just because I, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to have a sandwich notebook of when I go to places and I can write down things. So I had a question um, about notebooks in general. When you, when you get a brand new notebook, what's your, where, where, what's your stance on? Are you first page or are you like the second page? Like, so you have like kind of like a blank page when someone opens it or do you, <laughs> are you automatically writing on the first page or you give yourself kind of like one, a one pager type thing and then start writing in it? I, I'm a first page, front and back. I use every inch of the notebook. <laughs> okay, good. I do the same thing, but I've seen some people that are like, no, no, no. I like that one page buffer. I was like, <laughs> and then I think to me, always time I do it, I always like have a, one of those, my brain goes like, Ooh, what should be like the first thing that I, when I crack open this book, like what's to be the first thing I'm going to write on this thing um, is always kind of one of the things, but um, yeah, it's, I'm super excited for the the book. You did a, a hell of a job on it. Um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing them and, and being able to do it, but the, the, the cover itself is going to be, is going to be, I'm super excited on how it came out and it's uh it's super fun. And, uh and, and it's just one of those things that, you know, when you deal with a client and you're working with a client, because obviously you and I just worked together on this. How's that process usually go when they're like trying to have like the, you know, have your style and their style at the same time, like the ebb and flow. Can you talk a little bit about kind of how that is? Because you do quite a bit of flyers. You do quite a bit of graphics for other businesses, uh, logos and things like that. So talk a little bit about that kind of flow when you're when you're dealing with clients and things like that. 
when it comes to working with clients, it's it's really all about open, honest communication. Um, I try to let them all know first meeting. The more you tell me, the even if even if it's like I just don't like anything, I'm like that's fine. The more you tell me, the closer we can get to whatever it is that you imagine in your mind. I think a, a lot of really good design work has to do with empathy as well. Just taking the time to understand where they're coming from, what their brand is, what their long-term goals and dreams are, what their passions are. Those things can help inform the design that you make at the end of the day. Wow. So I love how you're very succinct. You're very, it's like, <laughs> it's like very, like, they're just very good, like sound bites. It's just quite amazing. Speaking of things that you want to have, like, I mean, you've been doing this now for a few years what's what are your what are your dreams what are your thoughts on where you want this to kind of go well i would like it to get bigger <laughs> don't always, we all um, always. Don't, right um eventually down the road i'd love to hire my brother on full time but you know i i i'd like to get to the point where everybody in orlando is walking around with a handmade book and we're not you know, shopping at big box stores to try and fulfill our creative needs that we're going to each other for those things. No, I, I like that. Are you, have you gotten to the point where you're starting to do wholesale or things like that, where people are buying from you and your, and your stuff in certain stores as well? Yeah, that's just started happening in the past couple of months. And it's been like a whirlwind and trying to figure out a whole new level to the business itself. Um, but yeah, I'm in a couple of stores, which has been exciting. And I've had a, a couple clients come by like you who are like, let's do a custom pattern that goes with my brand and a, and a couple little books that I can sell in my shop. I'm like, yeah, this is really awesome. Um, I love collaborating with other artists. Like when you came to me to do a sandwich book, I was like, what? Who doesn't like sandwiches? Who doesn't like notebooks? This is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was super excited. And I was like, well, maybe she will. Cause I'm like, I love your stuff so much that I was like, I'm like, this just makes sense. I'm like, this would be like a perfect little thing you can add on and put in a, and you, even if you don't use it to like write, you know, a sandwich notebook to write, you just use it for like your own notes. Um, I just thought it was such a great idea and you really have, I, I really do enjoy this, your style and everything that you kind of do. And the, and I, and the biggest thing for me is that I, I can, I can tell, I love the workmanship because I got, every time I come visit, I always come to make sure to come see you. If I see, if you're at a market, whether we're, whether I'm like the last market, I went just because I wanted to make sure that I could see you and see a bunch of other vendors because you kind of do, you kind of build that friendship um, with all these other vendors and you want to support them. You want to be able to tell other people about them uh, and what they're doing, because, you know, that's kind of how it should be. You know, we should all kind of help one another uh, and kind of improve, you know, grow our businesses together. Um, you know, and that's kind of one of the keys on it. So I think that's a, that's such a fun thing to be able to do. One of the things I looked at was like, you know, you're saying about, you know, about your art and it, how it's an embodiment and inclusion of like loving yourself. And it's inspired by people you've encountered in life, confronting the, the, the rainbows of emotions that all, that we all face from joy to darkness. Mm. Um, I absolutely love that line. I, I cause I think that, um, you know, it's kind of like it embodies everything that you're trying to create, um, you know, when it comes to everything, when it comes to like the designs you have, um, you know, and, and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to, you know, kind of put yourself out there. And I think that to me, that's one of my favorite things is when I see artists be able to do that and then find a form of 
art or a medium of art that they're able to kind of showcase that. Um, you know, how important is that to you for you to be able I mean, to do? That to me, that's that's really what it's all about. Um, as somebody who's suffered with depression and anxiety most of my life, um, art has been a way to visualize whatever those those needs are that we have, whether it be expressing sadness or needing to look at something that brings us joy. Um, when I first started making art, a lot of it was in black and white. And then in the past couple of years, I, I discovered color and I just a huge passion for creating stuff that brings vibrancy and excitement and happiness. Um, but there, there's always a, a tinge of weirdness, I guess, yeah. in, in my artwork that just I can't help but let it kind of seep through because you know none of us are perfect none of us are happy a hundred percent of the time so i i do like a little bit of weirdness no i love that and i think that's part of the one of the things that i've drawn to because i love i love that it's it's your style it becomes your style you know that little bit of extra that little extra weirdness uh and oddity type stuff and uh and i love the fact that you mentioned the idea of the colors because that's one thing that i do notice is like the bright and vibrant colors um that you're producing and that you're that you have uh which i think is uh you know definitely a great thing to be able to do where what what advice would you give someone that you know is wanting to start something oh, i i think i think the hardest thing whether it be starting a paint, painting starting a business or just like sharing the things that you have the hardest part is starting so just go for it, you know, judge yourself less, um, worry about the reaction that people will have less. Because the thing is, is we can play through our heads, what we think people will say, how we think people will react to things, but we're not fortune tellers and there's no way to know. And more than likely, there are people out there in the world who need to see the your perspective and need to see the things that you're creating because they'll relate to it. No, I, I think that's that's so accurate and so true. And I think that, um, you know, that to be the 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 number one thing, at least for me, that I've told people, even in my 10, you know, it's been 10 years doing Delhi Fresh Threads. The big thing for me was the fact that I actually, um, you know, people say, hey, what's your greatest success? I'm like, that I started it, that I did it, that I had this crazy idea and I wanted to do it and I did it um, because, you know, it's so easy to kind of come up with things and not actually do anything with it. Yeah. And, and even if you do like my first book, if I made my first book and was like, nope, I didn't like doing that, tried it and we can move on to a new idea or a new thing that you want to explore, but just give it a go. Just why not give it a shot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, when you do your books, I mean, I've been meaning to ask this when you do your books, do you, um, uh, one of the things I saw is like, you try to like, obviously reincorporate and re, uh, re, re what is it called? Repurpose a lot of the, a lot of things on there. Like, how are you doing that with like certain materials and things like that, that you're able to repurpose? Like how, what have you found has been very effective or things that you're like, Hey, you know, I, you know, I never even thought of using this, but now I've, I do, I utilize these, these products or these things that I had that I could now use in my own business. So I started, I started, all I did were my patterns. I printed them out on my printer and I glued them to the chipboard and I bound all the books together. Um, and 
down the road, I was like, well, lots of things are made with paper. Let's try all these different paper products, like from maps, magazine covers, and really enjoyed the idea of, of repurposing and reusing things. I've recently started working with fabric, uh, which has been really fun. Um, I tried some vinyl, like some 1950s sparkly vinyl, and I was like, yeah. we're never doing this again. This was this was a bad material choice. It was really hard to work with, but I, I wanted to give it a go. And that's the kind of experimenting that, yeah, all right, we learned we're not doing that again. But it paves the way for trying new things. So I, I've got, I went and found some cork. Now I'm like, well, let's try this kind of thing. And all of it feels like an experiment. And that experimenting, the, the experimenting keeps it fresh and keeps me excited about doing it. Yeah. Does that answer I, your question? No, it totally does. It totally does. And I like that because um, I've actually talked to bakers and that's one of the things that like even talking to bakers, I was like, Hey, how do you not get bored with doing things? Um, and it's like, Hey, we're, you know, cause like there's the classics that people like and want to do, but then you also want, you also kind of as a creative and, a, and as a creator, you want to be able to experiment. And so even talking to bakers there and, and cooks, they're like, yeah, I have no problem doing the originals, but I always like to be able to experiment and try different things um, to be able to use. So that's kind of a, kind of a fun, fun thing to be able to kind of look at when, and I, and I, and I always wonder because like for me, things, I look at things and then I convert them into like, Oh, how would this be as a sandwich? Or like, how would this be as a design of a sandwich? Um, you know, do you do the same thing? Like if you're seeing certain materials that you're like, Oh, I wonder if I could make this into, <laughs> into a book or how this. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's constant. Like, God bless my brother. I'll be like, hey, do you think we can turn that piece of scrap metal into a book cover? <laughs> like, it's just constantly like, oh, let's try that. Can we make a book cover out of Legos? Like, That would um, be phenomenal. It might be coming soon. So just wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think those are some of the things that I think you have really kind of once you figure out what it is. I mean, obviously the Lego one would be very interesting to kind of pull off to be able to open up and use as a book, but that'd be amazing as a photo album, uh, you know, type of thing. So, I mean that, and that's kind of one of the great things about what you're, uh, what you're kind of creating. You mentioned something about your plan, like you, so you actually created a planner. So like there's actually lines in like printed stuff on it as well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I only sell planners at the beginning of the year, but they're, okay. they're very fun. And I do all the layout work myself. Well, we may have to talk because I do, I created, uh, I created, I created my own little like notebook of like, kind of like, I guess what I did was because what I took it, I took things as small bites is what I did. So I created a, I have like a little notebook that I use and I've been using it for the last few years. And I kind of do a thing where I do like, I do th things in fives. So I'll do like five, uh, five things I'm grateful for, but I just put like gratitude is what I'll put. And then it's like five lines. Then I have in my world, it's like deli fresh threads as like, <laughs> or I actually it's, it's gratitude to do. And then, so I have five to do's that are just general. Then I, then I made it like the next one is like, which for someone else would be obviously something else, but it's deli fresh threads for me. The next one is like podcast and then the last thing I did was I did affirmations so that I would force myself to do an affirmation. So I kind of make myself, if I started off with a gratitude, okay, yes, I need to remember these things. And then I finish off with affirmations. So I like write five affirmations. Um, do you do anything kind of similar to that or, or some kind of thought process in like your own planner that you create for yourself? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm all like, I, I have to keep things organized. First off, though, that kind of thought practice of like, what are these things that I'm grateful for? And, oh, and having that alongside of, well, I also have to get all of these things done today. It kind of helps keep things in perspective because it's super easy to get over overwhelmed as a small business owner and to forget like, hey, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> like, I'm grateful for this, you know, and and having that kind of like daily reminder is, I, I think, vital. No, I, I totally agree with that. Where where can people follow or can people follow you? Where can they find you? Tell people how they can uh, go online and be able to check you out and, and also see some of your artwork as well um, on, on portfolios and all those things. So you can find me on Instagram. It's at chill underscore artistry, um, which it's, I think it's actually pretty cute. Artis, artistry is spelled art is try. Um, my website is chillartistry.com. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I love, I love that. And it's so good. The artist try. I love, I absolutely think it's a, it's, it's amazing. Um, that's our show for today. Cass, I really appreciate you coming on and I, I hope a lot of people get to check out your stuff. I think that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to have you as well is because I really want, I wanted to have lunch with you. I kind of wanted to have a moment to be able to kind of chat, chat. Um, usually when we do events, we only get a small, a small chunk of time. So I kind of wanted a little bit more. So I definitely make sure, uh, you know, I definitely wanted to make sure that you and I had some time to chat. Um, definitely make sure to, to check her out online and I'll have everything on the show notes and you'll see everything on social and everything like that. If you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, if you want to support me, you can check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads. Um, do some shopping. Obviously, take a sandwich selfie. Um, thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. <laughs>